Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So... You can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. Come on, kids, now gather round. Grab along and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Mero Climo. Ew, what <laughs> is, is that? Is in the bottom of my cup? I don't know what that Did is. Did you put that? Oh, coconut. Because I got coconut. Oh, God. Also, I was in. Are we? Yep, we're good. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I just want to know how much I should say. But right. I'll say everything. Everything. Uh, tell me Tell me everything. everything you've got on your mind. Oh, my God. First, I was just uh, behind a cop in line at a coffee shop. And he got a triple espresso. And he was like, it's just one of those days. <laughs> he turned back and looked at me. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're not supposed to tell me that. You're supposed to act like everything's and then he, fine. He, like, he holsters his gun. <laughs> yeah. I think that's so funny, just the thought of police people like needing like even more caffeine. caffeine. Yeah, that's weird. What if he gets up, goes to work, and every day when he gets there, he just taps a little sign that says, but first, coffee. coffee. <laughs> then pr- police brutality. Wait, it's just uh, Trayvon Martin's photo. But then he's like, but first, coffee. That would be funny. Yeah, that's very funny. Right, right? Yes, it's very funny. I like how you looked at me like that's not funny. Um, but I think that's really funny. It was really funny. What's getting Why me? do you always kill my joke? I'm not trying to kill your joke. The You're gl- a joke killer. The glare of your glasses. I feel like we're in the game Clue or something. The game of your... or The, the game of... The glare of your glasses is getting to me. Um, Can we close those blinds? Because I honestly can't see. What do you mean? I'm trying to... Pod- or is there a way to... There's... Well, let me show you. I'll take, take my a picture. glasses off. No, no, I don't care. Go wait. Show me what it looks like when you do. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna. I'm about to remove okay. my glasses. Oh, you're like a little mole. Oh my god, Bo! Can you see me? What? Can you see? Where am I? Oh my I? god, your left eye is so lazy right now. No, it's not. And you could see. Yeah, thank I can you. See. Okay, yeah, there yeah, we of are. Course, of course, of course. There's the eye contact. Yeah. Oh, you look like a little naked mole rat. Oh, stop That's it. That's so sweet. Stop it. Thanks for taking your glasses off. The glare was just too much. Yeah. The shine off of you is like... Thank you. It's, you know, somewhat distracting. Thank you. Because it's like a like a pig pen. Oily film A pig almost. pen dirty, like yeah. little flies and the at symbols all over you. I have big news. I have breaking life news. Breaking life news? Yeah, breaking news about Tell life, me. I guess. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, we're going to be roommateless. Wow. As of tonight. Is that real? That's real. They're moving out? They're moving out. 
Did I t- did I tell this already or anything? No. How we got dumped or anything? No. no. Okay. So, so we uh, maybe about a week or two. No, maybe probably about yeah two weeks ago. We were at the zoo, and we got a text from our boy roommate saying, "Hey, dot dot dot, we need to talk," <laughs> like to both of us. So, right, so Jack right, and I right. each got that text, and knowing like we knew obviously what it was, but I had thought you know prior episodes i had talked about accidentally taking the roommate's package and wearing that shirt thinking that it was my shirt (laughs) and then i also thought what have we been doing wrong you know nothing we've been really good roommates and we all get along and i even thought maybe we have too many condiments in the fridge because we recently brought (laughs) home like a whole bunch of ketchup and relish and i was thinking i can let i can only have one mustard (laughs) like i was trying to think of what i've done wrong because you know anytime you get like that Uh like a talk like that you you rack your brain of like what went wrong and why yeah 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 Yeah. so but i basically thought maybe it was too many condiments Condiments. I okay. had thought. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. it was Makes perfect sense. timing because I had genuinely, I think two or three days before, I had honestly said to Jack, let's talk to the roommates because I'm feeling, I really was feeling some type of like, I should have a talk with them about what we all expect because they had signed a, a uh, month-to-month lease right. about six months ago and I didn't know their overall plan. They're also about to get married. <laughs> That'd be really right. funny if like they're, they like, got married and then just they're honeymooning like in yeah. our bedroom or something. And so, <laughs> so yeah, so I said, why don't we talk to them and like find out what their plan was. And three days later, boom, they told us what their plan was to get the fuck out. A, a good question for you is like, do you think that you'll be invited to the wedding? Yes. They've already told us. So, here was the mm. weird thing is that mm. when they told us that they're they have a new place that they're moving to with a friend. Yeah. They were like visibly more upset than Jack and I had even thought. Like we thought that of moving out of our place. Like they're either really good actors they're or good actors. I think so, too. They're so good actors. I think it was. Wait, I, I, yeah. OK. OK. So they're moving in with another person. They're moving in with one of their friends. OK. And uh, they basically we're like so sad to go and we're gonna they're gonna miss the dogs and all this kind of stuff and i, I mean we're gonna miss they're them too gonna, but they're not gonna miss i know dogs. i was like really There's, like you're like are you go. kidding me take me with you yeah i said well you get to keep a dog but <laughs> so so yeah so we instead of doing the whole month thing we were like if you guys need to go earlier then just go earlier which comes down to tonight is their moving out night wow and then this will be the first time that we live as a couple by Alone. ourselves wow so i'm going to wear lingerie no you're not i don't know no you're not <laughs> give me a break <laughs> so we'll see also don't give me that visual <laughs> i know please. please eating like eating like sausage links or something but what um <laughs> raw just raw you know, like carnal no. <laughs> out of the dog bowl but yeah so i'm very excited uh it is a stretch of how much we can each pay like knowing that when we bought yeah. our house, we're like our mortgage is going to be more than right. we can would, right. would like to but afford. But you're both in different situations now. We're both in different situations. Or you are. Yeah. I don't know. I'm in a different situation, and um, <laughs> and yeah, so it's more than we want. So are pay. you freaking out, or are you totally stoked about it? Um, I'm totally stoked. I think I'm really ready to be roommateless. Yeah. And like very wonderful, but just the amount of stuff that's yeah. like, you know, I just I don't want to live with other people's like glasses and all that kind of stuff anymore. Sure, so sure. I am excited, but I'm also like it, it is for the two of us. It's a big house. Like it's three. It has three bedrooms and I feel right. like we don't need that much. So I don't know what we're going to do with those extra bedrooms. You'll find something. Yeah, it'll yeah. be like a collection of where he keeps his like cow spleens in a jar oh or something God. or something, something. like that. So I mean, it, it minimum it's a maybe it'll be a burial ground for those dogs. <laughs> oh, oh right? I love that. Right? Yeah. Just a pile of dead oh, dogs just in there. taxidermy. <laughs> I'd really like that. I'm not supposed to say I really like that. Well, I'm working on right. uh my things are What I, are you working okay, on? Okay, so really uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 
I can't talk about how much I dislike the older dog, the old blind deaf one. <laughs> and I also can't talk about how badly I want to live in Los Angeles. Those are, because those are the two things that yeah. rattles Jack's nervous system. Sure, sure, sure. And in trade, he's working on his road rage. <laughs> he has a bad uh, road rage? Are you kidding? Really? Have you ever driven with him? No. Oh, God. No, no, it's no. to the point where, like... Um, I've told him, and he won't mind me saying this because I've explained it to him in person. Yeah. I feel like he drives like an angry fifteen-year-old, like mad at the world. Where he, mm. like, and I, it's, a, and I, I know I'm a bad driver. I'm erratic, all that you kind of stuff. You are a bad driver. But I feel like the way he drives, it's like giving middle fingers, like putting down my window and yelling, "Okay, cunt!" Like to the car. What? It's it's embarrassing. It's very very embarrassing. Why? He's just like mad, and I've told him before. If I super analyzed it, deal with something. Yeah, it's honestly, it's you're driving through the world like thinking that people are mad at you, and that like, of course they get the spot because I never get anything I want. And right, it's it, kind of that mindset. Yeah, it's it's being mad at the world for being entitled because you don't get anything. Right, right. right. So we've had a few instances mm. where we've been driving, and I have I've said like, this is so much, a, this is so stressful of an experience. Like I just want to drive nicely, and it just <laughs> happened in Long Beach where he was like. I just said this is not this shouldn't be this much calamity as we're driving like you're giving Did people you use the word calamity. Yeah, because I love that word. You do. <laughs> yeah, because I just think of this like Western lady, you know, calamity, calamity. Jane, yep. you know, I think of like Roadrunner and um, oh, Wiley Coyote. Oh, I don't really? know why, but I think of. Yeah, there shouldn't be this much calamity. It is a calamity. And so, yeah, so that was our deal because I said it taxes my nervous system oh, and my adrenal glands when you drive like that. And when you pull down, put down my window and yell, hey, cunt because then I have a person staring at me. And then he said, well, I, you I, rattle my nervous your system. Your stories of your relationship in all <laughs> ways. I'm just like, how have you guys made it? I, know. I don't Very get well. it. The joke is that we actually are like better functioning than most people. But like <laughs> what we talk about, like behind the scenes. But but then one yeah. day we came home. It was like 90 degrees outside and the older dog was outside. And, and he said, uh, like, let's go home if, if Haley is not like dead yet or something. And I said, we can only hope so much or something. And then really? that rattled his nervous right. system. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're going to ask me to not have road rage? Don't talk shit about my dog. Well, on that note, kind of, I got to be honest, like, I think that I have a problem that I'm, I, I vocalized that I kind of hate a little bit of everything. It's yeah. really easy. I, I'm not mad at the world, but I'm like, God, what's wrong with you driving like that? Like, oh, look at this guy acting like this. Oh, he thinks he deserves that. Or look at her over there acting like she's better than everybody. I'm just like, I, I constantly am feeling this like, I feel like Larry David from yes. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Only like, I'm an, I told uh, Britt, I'm like an approachable, like likable enough, I guess. Yes. Larry David. Uh, just because I do find... The ridiculousness and everything, but like it's all, it, it makes me laugh. It's all comedy. It is all comedy. But then yeah. I'll be driving and find myself going like, oh, you, why, why do you get to be like, I don't yell at them. I never would even, right. I've honked before. It's but not I, like stressful. It's not like grindy the same way that I, it's, it's more like, um, there you go again, but it's funny. It's not yeah. like, it's not stressful. Yeah. I got, I was in the car one time and, and somebody like cut me off and I beeped at them and I had people in the car and I was like, I, I think, I think. Okay, I, I went like this, beep, beep, like that. But everyone in the car thought that I had an extended beep. So it was oh, like, ah, yeah, yeah. Ah, ah. it was like, well, that was aggressive. Kind of like, no, it wasn't like it wasn't aggressive. But everyone in the car voted like there were really? three. Yeah. See, I need a jury there were, of there my were peers. three other people <laughs> who were like, no, 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 no. That was that was aggressive. I'm like, well, I didn't mean it to be like, well, it was. And I'm like, no, it wasn't like, but, you know, what, well, what do you think the right uh 
Imagine you're in a car and you have to beep at somebody. What's the right amount of beep time? So, it, so if I'm at like a light and it turns green and the person in front of me isn't Correct. going, that I, is exactly what happened. Okay, I've said before. I personally wait like a very long time. No, but you said than, thirty seconds, yeah. which is an entire cycle of the light. I just chill. There, you don't understand. You don't chill. You don't chill. What is the right amount of time to beep? Um, like seconds before I beep or I actually beep you mean okay how long do you wait uh, not 30 seconds I would say for real maybe seven seconds seven seconds yep a pick maybe like four seconds longer than most of you listening just like. as a test mm-hmm. I'm gonna Let's put do it. seven seconds of pause right now <laughs> I, I put it in there. Go. Go, bitch. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> I just don't think you would wait seven seconds. And then on top of that, how would you beep? Just how, um, what's the one. length? And <clears throat> you would just go, me. <clears throat> yeah. See, I feel like the two beep, the like, me, me, is like a, hey, hey. Come on. Like, yeah, yeah, hey. like a nudge. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not mad at you, right? But I'm also like, here's a little... You know, now, what do you feel about no beep and then pulling up to the side of the car, putting the window down and yelling and motioning? What the fuck is wrong with you? You fucking cunt. Get the fuck off the road. I think that person needs therapy. <laughs> Truly. I think that that person needs to go <laughs> to therapy. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm recording from the fetal position. <laughs> no, but that and that's the trade off is that like, do you guys have to do anything like have you had to do you guys trade anything basically in your relationship of like i won't do this because this really bothers me and i won't um, do this because this really bothers me no 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 we don't have that i mean honestly she's super supportive of who i am mm-hmm. it seems you know maybe one day she'll wake up and be like i hate you <laughs> but like <laughs> she seems very supportive of uh us being us kind of thing i try not to like I try not to like put any limitation on her either. The only thing, and I'd have I have to be honest about this, is like, and I've said this before, I make fun of her because she'll make a low hanging fruit joke, and so oh, that's yeah. become its own joke. And so I'm always like, yeah, no, I, I won't even like give her the acceptance that she just made a joke. I'm just like, huh, huh, you, like you're that is what with, she said, or something stick, like you're that. Sticking like, with that, huh? That's that's what you want to do. Okay, hey, right, what you want to <laughs> do? But like. That's I I would say that's the most that I think either of us kind of like give true shit. Yeah, to I know what you mean. Hmm. See, I'm, I'm trying I'm, to think of something maybe she would give me shit about. Hmm. Hmm. Nothing. Yeah, she don't step to her man. <laughs> One of the most like because I feel like a reason that Jack and I do get along and do you know function is that uh he i like how your baseline <laughs> question mark is, you're hoping that at least you function no we do we do and also uh, no i won't get into it all because he oh. gets no no because he's always like why do you paint us so dysfunctional we're like a very good functioning com- couple but it also is for entertainment purposes no it isn't but sorry sorry I, listeners it's a good trusting relationship uh-huh you're right right yeah you guys are great you guys are no problems at no, all we have problems but it's real do you know how many people are like don't talk about their real feelings or their real actions or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, most know of I mean? the world. Yeah, of course, exactly. Of course. One of the times we, um, there was like, I, I did, you know, I have like weird bursts of anger that come out just not in road rage, but in other ways. And I, <laughs> I hate like loose hair on people, like when loose hair gets into my food or like just okay. any, my own loose hair, anyone's loose hair. It you just hate me the out. idea of hair. Yeah. And okay. there was one time that like 
uh, a car was driving poorly in a sports car or something. And Jack said something about that he hopes that they plummeted off the side of the road. Right. And I was like, yeah, that would, it would be like one less loose clump of hair or something that, that I'd have to deal with. And like, just the way he said it, like, it came out that we were both so psychotic. And he, it was the hardest I've ever heard him laugh because, like, that's what I would be thinking as someone, like, goes down, cascades down a hill is, like, I don't have to deal with their loose hair. And to this day, I've, like, never heard him laugh so hard. And I feel like in that moment, we're like, okay, we get each other. It's, just, it's, it's very weird, but we get each other. Oh, my God. Um, but, but, back, the, the roommate thing is that now we're in the zone you know how when like moving or when someone moves out everyone either has to be on their best behavior because that's also when like fights happen yeah i think and i think it's like like especially with money and dealing with deposits and bills and and just kind of like well there's this hole in the wall and i think like now i'm just kind of in the mindset of like use smooth sailing and you kind of just like let things go that normally would be Mm. um like I i think both parties need to kind of be like you use this pot, so pay me twenty eight dollars. Like no one, everyone could just like stop the little, right. the little micro stuff, and right, you know what right. I mean. Like we're kind of in the extra nice zone where like normally nitpicky things just kind of go out the window, like on both ends. The thing is, with roommates leaving, there's no one else to blame. Like you right. can't be like, oh, the house is a mess. Right. They didn't clean the kitchen or whatever. Now mm-hmm. it's on you. you yeah. Know? And and that's could be bad. Oh, we have a cleaner. You have a cleaner. Yeah. What's cleaner your cleaner's name? Tranquil home. She what? doesn't have a name. She, she doesn't have a name. She's a rotating. Yeah. Good for you. Thanks to Tranquil Home. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's like it's more of our the advertiser, Tranquil Home. They'll <laughs> 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 remove the clumps of hair from like the dead dog, dead person. That's, it <laughs> says that because this is the it least says that on home. the side of the van. Is this like a uh, loose hair removal system? <laughs> <laughs> they just like grab the person out by the by the hair. <laughs> so yeah, so that delicate feeling of like. You know, le- people leaving. Yeah, it I, love it. I love Have it. Have you ever had any weird roommate leaving? People? No, we won't go there. Just <laughs> I've definitely had some weird roommates. I'll tell you I know that. You have. God, I had a bad string. I was just talking about him. Um, that one guy who, like, I woke up and he was going through my garbage. And you never figured out why? Was he on no. drugs? He said that because the next day I asked him to leave, and then he said, uh, "I think the prostitutes drugged me." He had two prostitutes back to my apartment. What the heck? Reading through my garbage in my bedroom as I slept there with my girlfriend. And I was like, what the fuck? Get the fuck out of here. He's like, I'm looking for the bathroom. I'm like, get out of here. And then I was like, really? I didn't know this guy very well. He moved in because he was friends of, uh, or he was family of a friend. Okay. And the friends were like, yeah, he's moving out from New York, blah, blah, blah. And then that happened after two and a half months. I was like, yeah, I don't think this is working out at all. And then, would you and have- then he said, like, he thought the prostitutes had drugged him. And I was like, you had prostitutes at my house? Like, get you need to get out. And that's when he's like, no, you need to get out. And it turned into this whole, like, I'm from New York. Oh, no. You don't mess with me. Oh, and no. I was like, oh, really? And then, I, but then I thought, like, you know what? Actually, I think I will move out <laughs> yeah, because like, I don't, I don't, I don't want this fucking guy knowing where back. I live. Yes, he sounds crazy. I'd rather go live someplace that he doesn't know than stay in the place. And it was just it was a bummer. But now would you would have caught him. Like, did you wake up because you saw him digging through your yeah, trash? Yeah, or I like, heard the, the wrestling through my I mean, it wasn't like a big garbage bag. It was like a fucking little like bedroom trash can. Oh and he was gosh. like weeding through it, setting that he was looking for the bathroom i'm like oh my god that's weird i didn't have a lock on my door and i was like everything about this is bad i gotta get out of here oh you'll like this my first roommate ever my roommate in college 
um, was this girl Jessica who was like I you know I ahead of time you kind of learned who your roommate was yeah. in, over the summer yeah, yeah, and yeah. I dreamt up yeah oh she's go, gonna be so cool oh. but I didn't we never connected but I got letters from her and it just said hi my name is Jessica I actually can't talk on the phone because I I go to a skiing camp in Colorado but I'm so excited to be friends and uh-huh. I pictured her kind of being like okay she's busy you know she's busy at ski camp and the way i pictured it was like this almost like a rich snotty kind of uptight girl yeah, but this like yeah. i pictured like a blonde girl with a bouncy ponytail i'm like wow. jessica and i are going to be friends and then i'll go to ski camp with her next year and then right, her parents right. will invite me to aspen and i show up on the very first day and it is the exact opposite it's this like lumberjack of a woman who looks like she's 35 and is like really? mad at me already with like a bowl haircut Why? and even my dad was like do you are you sure you want to live here and so they just had matched me with this girl and instead of instead of ski camp it really was like more boarding school where they would they have to take logs up and down like on their shoulders no I'm, is I that swear, true i swear on my life i swear on my life and she was also <laughs> a writer this is ridiculous i honestly had a nervous breakdown like the end of freshman year because she was uh, a writer and she would drink so many Diet Cokes and just like throw Diet Cokes back and type, 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 type. And so uh, when what? she was out one day, my friend Megan and I went on her computer because I'm like, I want to see what she's writing all this time. Oh, and no. I swear, Bo, I swear, 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 I don't know how this hasn't come up before. She was writing a story about <laughs> a girl named Myrtle and she took Myrtle's head and dumped it in like a bowl of cereal. And she was like dunking Myrtle's head like over and over she repeatedly hated and, this myrtle yeah and then she would write like my friends were jenny and megan i had this like gang of girls that would all come over and she'd be and we'd all be you know whispering giggling all this annoying girl stuff and she'd be throwing back diet cokes and just type 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 and then it was all about like instead of jenny it was like her friend wenny like myrtle and wenny Shut jumped up. off a cliff and yeah it was like all this like hate porn towards me <laughs> And then she really she immediately liked, took her clothes off and started jerking <laughs> off, right? Kind of. She really, really, really liked this boy. Dine, we named him Dining Hall Dan. And she like loved Dining Hall Dan and just had this biggest crush on him. And I feel like it was the only boy she's like ever liked. And then um, one night I felt really bad. She was out of town and I hooked up with Dining Hall Dan. Oh, and no, I had you sex didn't. with him in my bed. Yeah. I felt Did so bad. Did you take bad. a picture and then post it on her? No. Or I guess you probably weren't posting things. Yeah, then. no, I napstered. <laughs> I napstered <laughs> his face. No, I just, uh, I never spoke of it again, but she wow. wondered why Dining Hall Dan, like, didn't come around after that. Wow. I know. D-H-D. You, you are a fucking so That's dick. my roommate story. That's amazing. Okay, tell me everything that's new with you. What's new? Yes. Did you drink last night? No. Okay. No, why? Is something on your mind? No. No, yes, I actually is. stopped drinking uh, like my four hands. or five days ago, just taking a break a little bit. Good. Yeah, because it's like uh, my body was just feeling kind of like I had a long day yesterday, though. OK, I had, yeah. I, had I, always tell, I always tell and I had to drive all day to get there and all day back all night. Back. I always know when you I feel like you're you need like a little nap or something like your eyes get glazed over. I don't have my glasses on. I can't <laughs> see. I'm like a little naked mole rat <laughs> uh, um, burrowing into the holes of life. Uh, you know, there's a lot of shit in the world right now and Mm -hmm. and it's very fucking depressing sometimes. Anytime going on the news every day, I check out the news. How do you get your news? Well, that's part of my job. Oh, that's true. You're on the radio. So it's like, yeah, I have to look up news stories all day long. Do you? Yes. It's very like, honestly, that's part of my job is to comb through the news and try to find like things to talk about. And but it's like, is it just constantly Four fatally shot? Like this person crossing, it's it's all deaths. I'm like, why don't we report this? There's a lot of shit. And honestly, I know I've talked about this before, but I play a lot of video games and the worst of humanity is on online games. I really believe that. And so when when a parent says or adults say, you know, video games can be bad for kids. I don't 
typically agree, but there is for sure this um, amount of people online that are playing where you you know you have a mic on, yeah, you're talking to each other, and uh, you get into these like competitive games where people are just awful. They're awful, and they tell you like, you know, they use awful words like you're you fucking stupid idiot why did you go that way and it's like because they can see what you're doing okay right? no, because i'm a grandma explain to me sure, so when sure. i come over your house sometimes i hear people uh-huh. now do you know like, how does this happen how do you a find lot of these times like okay to? let's say for example i'm playing this game right now uh fortnite no it's very similar to fortnite it's called apex but fortnite is a good example because i think most people know what it's like mm-hmm. So the idea is you jump in, and I've talked about this before. You jump in, and you have two or three squad mates, right? Okay. And these are people that sometimes you know because you've become friends with them, and a lot of times you don't know. So just random people from around the world. But how do you find them in the first place? They automatically hook you up with them on the game. Oh. So if I say I want to play, I get thrown into a pool, and then they pair me like college roommate yep. <laughs> You're uh, Jessica's. with the lumberjack, yep. <laughs> and then we land and realize we don't have anything in common in the sense of how we play the game or who we are as people, but we have to work together. Oh, right? that's crazy. Okay. So uh, a lot of times a game will last anywhere between, it could last 30 seconds because you land and then you get killed. And right? are you fighting the game itself or are you fighting like other human other beings? humans? Okay. So there's a pool of probably 50 to a hundred different humans playing mm-hmm. and everyone's on teams of three or sometimes you play a, a single solo match, right? A solo match. You don't hear anybody talking, right? But if you're on a team, you communicate and anyone who has a mic can talk to you. Okay. Right. And if That's someone, so weird. if someone's really good, Right. They might be really frustrated like Jack and say, you stupid cunt. Why right. did you die? Or yeah, why can't why can't you? you play this fucking game? Yeah. There's so much of that going on. There really is. And very rarely do you run into anybody who's kind. You know, you, you hear like little kids on there. I hear little kids oh, go no. like anybody there. <laughs> I'll be like, hey, little man, I'm here. Like, what's up? But I know that I'm not going to have a good game because chances are a six year old is not playing. <laughs> Very the thought good, of like right? a six-year-old joining your squad yeah, and then yeah, you yeah. having to, to work with them is too yeah. much for me to handle. So um, there's a lot of this. And and I've been called some horrible things. I've been told like, like <laughs> sometimes I just stay silent. Even though my mic is on, I'll stay silent because I'm like, I don't need the ridicule right now. This is not why I do this, you know. I want you to but record like, it next you time. You are an idiot. You can't play this game. I'm like, I'm trying kind of thing. But... I say this because um, there was a glimmer of hope, Ooh. A, a, a hope for humanity. I got on this uh, game one night and there was this guy. Um, I'll just call him Edgar. Okay? okay. And then there was this other kid um, who he, Edgar, knew. All right. And, and, and they thing, were playing like together. Someone, can you can, yeah, you you can, can save them as your exactly, squad. Exactly. You yeah. can be like, hey, we're going to be in a squad. And anytime you get on, you could say, hey, you want to play a game and invite them. Kind okay. Of thing. Well, uh, Edgar was playing with this kid. So Edgar is probably like 25 or something. Okay. And he's playing with this kid who's 12 years old and we'll just call him Cy. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So Edgar and Cy are playing and I pop in, I have a mic and we're playing a game and we actually do really good. We're communicating well and uh, we win the game out of 50 players. We're the last three. We win the game. We play another round. I want to play. Sure. Let's play play again we win again so two in a row which wow, is you not guys have a which is not normal yeah. it's like we really had a family structure i was definitely the weakest link of the group really oh for sure for sure i'm just like you know 
this 12 year old kid is like on point, like hitting it hard, like killing he's everybody probably playing like right, right, right. 18 he, hours a and day. He's grown and... up on this. Right. Yeah. And then Edgar, well, he's just probably a loser yeah. and he just <laughs> plays a lot. Right. And, uh, so these guys are playing, they add me in, they go, you know what, let's create a group. And they called, uh, the kid created it, right. The 12 year old and he called us the God squad. And I was oh. immediately like, don't call it God right. squad, please. But anyway, what that means is kind of like, we're awesome. We work well together. So, over time, uh, we play more and more. The problem is, is only Edgar has a mic. Okay. Edgar has the mic. Okay. I have a mic and the kid doesn't have a mic. So oh, he's okay. typing in his messages and they're coming through all computerized. Like, I get oh, it. You know, like, oh, so like a voice like is saying Cy it? says, blah, oh. blah, blah. Yeah. Now, can they also see your name? Like how much do sure, you, at this sure, point sure. do they know that you're like living so in San So a lot Diego? of people, yeah, a lot of people, no, the, nobody knows where I live okay. unless they ask me and then I'll be like, oh, I live in SoCal or something okay, like that. Yeah. Right. And I've played with other people that asked me that. And I'm like, yeah, I live in San Diego or whatever. Um, in this case, the kid doesn't have a mic. And so every time he goes to say something, it comes through this like Siri voice, right? This computerized voice. Great job, Mo. And I, I kind of made a couple jokes about like how it'd be funny if, if this kid gets a mic and then his actual voice is the same and he's just a <laughs> oh, computer. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. Sci-fi. Long story short. Uh Edgar says something like, hey, we need to get you a mic, man. You got to get yourself a mic. And he's like, yeah, I don't have I can't afford it. Aww. Edgar says, here, make an Amazon wish list and I will buy it for you and it will be sent to your house. And I was like, I, this is very early on. Like, I don't know. Like, do you guys know each other a lot? Like, are these like, you know, cousins or something? Right. And so I'm like, wow, that's really cool. Like, do you know him? And he's like, no, no, no. We've just played a couple of games. And I'm like. You're going to buy him like mics are sometimes 40, 50, a hundred dollars. Wow. Right. Um, and I was like, you're going to buy this kid. And Mike, he's like, yeah, whatever. It's cool, man. And I was like, wow. I'm like, that's crazy. And then I find out that Edgar has a couple kids and uh, a wife who is expecting another kid. I'm like, this guy's so nice. Yeah. So nice to be buying this kid, this 12 year old kid who doesn't have a mic, a mic. And it was very touching to me because I thought like there's not enough nice shit in the world. Like it's not like you have to buy something for someone to be nice, but I thought what a nice thing. That's right? so nice. So does the 12 year old ever talk about his parents? Like, you know, Oh, I no. have to get in trouble or I'm going to No, So I mean, okay. So he gets the mic and then I hear his voice and I'm like, oh, so yeah, he does get the yeah, mic. He gets the <gasps> mic. He gets the mic. I hear his voice. He's an actual 12 year old kid. Uh, and he just, you know, we now we play as a crew and it's like I was so inspired by yeah, it because it's yeah. like how how often do we go through our lives like now listen, it's not like a mic is something that like, wow, it really turned his life around or you taught him some new lesson. It's like but it is kind of cool that you showed him that when you're nice, like, yes. Like, I don't know. It's like doing a good deed, whatever that deed is. I agree. Yeah. Both makes you feel good. and makes, you know, it's, for me, I was the outsider in that. And I was like, wow, this is really rad of all the junk shit that's going on. And people calling me faggot and stuff like that. <laughs> and I'm just like, God, that's awful. Do people say that on the on Oh, that game yeah. They you? say really? the worst things. The worst things. Yes. Yes. And now, now you hope that that 12 year old, like now he's found a little safe place to be where he's not threatened or. You I know. just think uh, if anything, and, and I think Edgar uh, is smart enough to know this, it's kind of that pass it on thing. Like, Hey, like I'm going to get this for you. Yeah. Don't, you don't owe me anything, but right. like 
be cool. Like, go be cool to somebody else. One day someone else is going to need something, step up to I the plate. And I feel like that is something that I really was inspired by. And so I still play with these guys. It's like. Now, do you get jealous if, like, do they play without you, the two of them? Oh, all the time. Really? Oh, no. Those motherfuckers. But no, no, I'm not. I'm not upset about it. God. Does it, um, like, if they play more without you, does their, like, score go up or something? Well, if they it? win. And yeah. maybe. Are they going to leave you <laughs> there's definitely There's definitely been times where I was like, I'm really not that good. There's only so long that they're going to hang out playing Aww. with me. What if they tell you, got to go? I'm getting better, though. I'm getting better. Are you going to go to Edgar's like new baby shower or something? Oh God, I hope up? so. We have if, to if learn he, more about them. I know. I know. I want to know the whole story. The next time you play with them, we should record it on the podcast. We could All do right. like I'll try to get some audio. I'll, I'll get some audio of them uh, talking. But, they, you know, th- this puts it in perspective. Like the kid has a Twitch account. And all he wants to do is become like, I think it's called verified or something like okay, that. Yeah. So he gets enough hits and then he can do this. It's like, that's his whole life is video games right now, you know? Mm-hmm. And Edgar's like, I got to work and feed my kids. This is just like a fun. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the Black Mirror where the two guys start playing oh, their characters? Did I ever? Yeah. I, that's what I was thinking about with you and Edgar. <laughs> Believe me, as soon as that came out, I got I got a hit from both uh Javier and Brit, like, do you see Black Mirror? Yeah. And I watched it and I was like, fuck you guys. Because <laughs> essentially, I mean, if you haven't seen the new season of Black Mirror, go go watch it. Mm-hmm. And if you have, it's that first, it's the first one, right? Um, I forget. I'm it was pretty my, sure it's yeah, the first one. Whatever. But it has a lot to deal with like online gaming and, yes. and what, what that is. I don't I don't like spoiling shit. So no. like I just want to try to dance around it a little bit. Oh, I'm very excited. There's something that I would care if it gets spoiled to me. Stranger Things. And the other thing I noticed was one of the new characters who I found to be a very beautiful girl and, you know, kind of captured my attention was Maya Hawk, yeah. who you had mentioned before because you worked with her even before she was on the show, right? Yes. Tell us, tell <laughs> us. Well, there's only so much I can kind of throw shit at yeah. because um, you were there doing it as a job. I was a doing it as a, yeah. a professional thing. And so my job last year at Comic-Con was working with a company who had her on as a special guest. Got it. Okay, she was there to promote the new season of Stranger Things. And this is last summer, you know, and they were making a... Um, they were making okay. So, so it had was, they filmed it at so, the point I went. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. that was already wrapped up. A it was, summer yeah, ago. Yeah, it was like getting wrapped up, probably filming, or they were filming it at the time, and then they do months and months of post, which is like you know all the CG, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, you know, effects, and they get it ready. Um, so at the time, uh, okay, so I was working with Funko, the company Funko, mm-hmm. which I've done a lot of work with. And I know the vice president. He's been really good to me. And so he asked if I would um, help him. Can we interview him one day, by the way? <clears throat> yeah, I'd love to have him on. Oh, and I've so already cool. talked to him about it. He really? Said, yes. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, yeah. That's so awesome. Stay tuned. Okay. Uh, but he needs people he can trust that aren't like fanboys and girls mm-hmm. to help take care of like if they're going to have a special guest, right? Um, to not be like taking selfies of yeah, them. Yeah, constantly yeah, constantly. Like, I get it. Huh, yeah. You're that guy. What'd you, what was your favorite part of uh, that episode? Yeah. And so uh, I'm definitely more that person than I am the fanboy. I would probably be a fanboy of certain things. But, but like, I feel like even someone that you'd fanboy over in a professional, you'd keep it together. No oh, yeah. What. I, yeah. I, I've met plenty of famous people right. where I was like, hey, I really love your work. Love that. Love that scene. I thought you were amazing in this. But that's kind of my conversation with right. them. Right. Um, so anyway, I was asked to sort of, uh, I was like a 
I guess I would call it a handler, Mm -hmm. like a famous person handler. I would take them from the break room that they were in, their room, and walk them through the hotel to get to the stage, backstage, right? Mm -hmm. And then walk them up, and then they would go out on stage, and they would say, hello, crowd. And it's a crowd of about 2,000 people that pay to be there. Wow. And so they were announcing this partnership with Stranger Things, and uh, they brought her out to kind of say, hey, and here I am, and I'm a new person, and here's the exclusive trailer for the season three. So I saw the season oh, three wow. trailer there. And people freak out and then everyone gets a Funko like pop um that is of her or her and one of the other Steve, I think is Oh yeah, yeah, I like him. Yeah. And so um so yeah, but what was funny is her and the the actor uh, David Harbour, yes, who plays Hopper. Yeah, he's great. Uh, they were both backstage and they were in the same room, and I was in there with them, and they were really cool. And they had eight, you know, their agents and their handlers, and then I was there. Uh, but they got there, and I guess they had been asked to like change the um, the schedule because they got there early, and so they had to change the program schedule. And then things were running a little behind. But what I saw was when she got there, she was so excited to be there. This is so cool. This is great. I'm so excited. And by the end of it, it took like 40, <laughs> three, three it literally minutes took like 45 minutes, oh. and which I think is average. Yeah. You know? She was like, okay, I got to get the fuck out of here kind really? of thing. Yeah. Like now, it went now, from listen, zero to 100. I'm making it, this is my perspective. So I just... I definitely don't want to get anybody in trouble and I don't want to be. No, no, no. It's just your experience. But I I would say, um, yeah, it was clearly getting on her nerves that it was taking so long. Interesting. Yeah. I also think, too, that day, not that I'm coming to her defense, because could you imagine like your whole week is basically just being adored and taking places where people are screaming for you? Like, that's probably so crazy. But also... In her world, I can't imagine having like Ethan Hawke and what is Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman. I mean, that's ridiculous. And I feel like how could she, unless they like physically tried to make her live a normal life, which would be different. Right. I can't I even think imagine. Would be hard. Like, yeah, when yeah, your yeah. mom is in Kill Bill. Yes. And your dad is in every independent film ever made. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like there's no hope for that type of person from yeah. the start to grow up like feeling normal or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I think. Unless your parents like deliberately live outside of Missouri. But clearly or or... she's an actress. So oh, she's yeah. right in that mix. It's not like, you know, it's not like somebody's baby who you're like, wait, what's her daughter do or what's her son do? You know what I mean? It's not oh, like. Oh, yeah. She's a really good actress, too. It's crazy. Is she? Yeah. I was, when I was watching her in Stranger Things, I was mm. like, she's a very, I think she's so pretty. I have haven't even finished season two that's how oh Bo, i'm surprised <laughs> that's how, that, how off i am on that do you just not feel you're not you don't dig it that i much? love stranger things i thought the first season was amazing and the trailer for the second season was fucking bonkers good it was yeah. so good that trailer um but i think it came out and i was busy at the time and then i just never caught back to it hmm. so i started watching it not too long ago because i knew season three was coming up but still i fell off again i was just like yeah because well, you know eight hours of anything I know. I know. I've been disinvited to your movie nights. Where well, that's you make true. The, but if you ever want to have a Stranger Things night. Why would I have a Stranger Things night? I'll be We've over. All, that doesn't make any sense at all. I'll I'm not be doing. the Demogorgon. <laughs> yeah, you are my Demogorgon. <laughs> I really am. You are. I, honestly. You're in my upside you'll down. You'll see this scene in episode in season three where he like sucks the life out of this person. And that's what I do to you. <laughs> I come over and I like put my tentacle on your face and just suck your life out. <laughs> I have a random thing. Yes. I want to know your opinion. This is so funny to me. Do it. I was watching a medical show and uh, they said this term in the operating room or in the emergency room. And they said, uh, we've got a failure to fly. 
<laughs> and I was like, huh? And then they explained. They call everyone who attempts to jump or like falls out of a, a building, falls off of something tall. They call that a failure to fly. Really? And when, when, you, when you say if they jump, do you mean like jump off of a... A bridge or a building <gasps> oh. or whatever and they get hurt and they're in the hospital. They don't die, right? Oh, yeah. It's a failure to fly. That's the code. And I thought, what a dickhead thing to yeah. call it, right? And they just say it like right in front of right, the right. person. Can you imagine falling out of a house <laughs> or, or, or a bridge, being hurt so badly and then have the doctor go, ah, another to failure to fly. It's like... Did someone fly? <laughs> and then these are the ones that failed. It just seems like kind of like insult to injury. Yes, I think of it as like a bird falling out of its nest or something like that, like on the right, ground. Right, but that like, that has the ability to fly. Right, right. So there is a failure. And this was a real medical show. Yes. It wasn't. It, uh, that's really weird. Well, I think it was uh, you know, something about um, getting hurt while you're having sex. I think it was a program like failure that. Failure to failure to bone or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But I was like failure to fly. Is kind of an obnoxious that thing. That is. I wonder what else people. I know. Say. I want to know other like medical terms that are just fucking ridiculous. I know. Well, this is where we would look them up or something. Yeah, this yeah. Is but where we, we had like <laughs> if, if we, we had, had like a good producer yeah, or something, I'd be like, hey, look, look hey, up that. Hey, we should start acting like we have a producer. Yeah. Like, hey, producer, look that up, and then we'll be like, like me, 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 me. Okay, so I I'm looking it up here. Okay, and it says failure failure to fly. Med speak. Referring to a patient's inability to meet discharge criteria. <laughs> so that means they can't be discharged because they don't meet the criteria. Oh. So they're failure to fly. So that's different. So does that mean that they're not ready to like fly out of the hospital? I guess so. Interesting. Or to a patient who suffers exasperation. That's oh, me. Exacer- Ex- exacerbation of the admitting disease or other condition shortly after discharge, mandating readmission. But that's not. Oh, so they're not able to Psychiatry, fly, like macabre, <laughs> humor referring to a suicide attempt. Psychiatry. Oh, my God. This, this is getting worse. But don't, I mean, if you and I were in the field, we would be laughing at that kind of stuff, too. It, I take it people. seriously, but, like, I mean, we all have to take it kind of seriously. I mean, we all have to joke about it. Otherwise, we all go crazy. A suicide attempt. Yeah. Failure to fly. I, I think I told you when I was in college, I called the suicide hotline and the woman just told me to watch Frasier. Oh, <laughs> is like, that true? Yeah, I swear. <laughs> all I have on a piece of paper, I written down, I wrote, uh, or it was go swimming and watch Frasier. Those were like the two directives that she gave me. Those sound I awful. Swear. Like awful. I know. What if your call though, I'd love to listen to that call. You were like, I'm really attracted to Kelsey Grammer and I need to build up muscle, but I don't like lifting. And then they were like, watch Frasier, yeah, go swimming. Kill yourself. Yeah, no. And then it was because what had like it, she basically was telling me like relaxing activities to do or something. And Frasier? I was like, and I think I remember saying like, like what? I don't know any or something. And then she had said, well, I like to watch Frasier. Why don't you watch Frasier? And I wrote that down. Like She was telling me personally what calmed her. I can't even believe that. No, I can't either. Um, <laughs> Who's that? Oh, no, I, I just got an important message about, what does it say? about failure to fly. Uh, it's failure to read. Who's the, That's a big, long text, Bo. Who's don't it from? Don't worry about it. <gasps> You're so secretive. I'm not. I just don't share everything. That's not being secretive. I just don't need to tell you everything. That was a big, long, whatever it was, it was really long, and then you wrote yes or something like that. Cause it's Meryl, like, how many businesses do I run? 
do you think that there's a how many do you have or how many do you run okay (laughs) do you think there's a possibility i could get long messages from anyone you know what it's been a lot of storytelling today Uh which is what we normally do but like today i feel like it's been kind of somber yeah i want to lighten it up let's this is not one of my favorite episodes, by it's the way, already. No, already. I'm honest with the people. I think like some weeks, that's why some weeks I'm like, this is a really good week. And other weeks I'm like, this is average, a C plus. Wow. Well, if I you like don't this mi- already, if you don't with me, it's because you keep cutting me off this whole fucking episode. <clears throat> maybe we should do a little bit more. Let's do it. Because, because I'm, I'm really I'm sick I'm and tired, tired of, of you, you stupid, stupid cunt. cunt. <laughs> See, we laughed. This is the uh, first time yes. today we laughed. You got any s'mores? Yes. Good. Me too. Here we go. See my boo and my bow and now it's time for a little bit s'more. I have been listening to this podcast called Good One Ooh. and it is amazing. Is it a good one? It is. It's all about um, comedians jokes. And so a comedian will tell a joke or they'll cut it from the special they had or something. And then they have the comedian on to discuss how they wrote it, why they wrote it the way they did, what the joke means, how, how they break it down. And so you get behind the comedian's mind. There's one in one in particular, one in particular that I really liked. And it's Anthony Jeselnik, who okay. I already yeah, like yeah, yeah. as a comedian. Yep. He would he, say failure to fly. For yeah, him. he does. He does this whole bit about dropping babies <laughs> and in this example, he talks about why he uses the words he does, how it, the, sort of the transformation from idea to finalized joke on a special. Cool. Check it out. Good one. Anthony, Anthony Jeselnik. Jeselnik. It's long. He kind of sounds like a dick because he's an egomaniacal prick, but I still think he has great things to say. Yes. Yes. Mine What's is. What's yours? Um, it's a woman named Elizabeth Gilbert. Oh, God. I know her. She's awful. No, she's wonderful. What did she write? Okay, so... What did she write? Uh, what? E, e Pray, Love. Ugh. Originally. Well, Ugh. how I first heard about her is the podcast that I write for, Sherry and Nancy. This uh-huh. is 50. They had her on as a guest, and I liked her episode. Bo is dry heaving. And I liked her... What do you... Wait, how come you don't like... Do you not like the whole like premise of the E Pray, Love kind of thing? It's fine. That's it's so fun. funny. I'm, I've never heard to have heard someone like have a eat, pray, love. Great. Good. I Live, think it's love, good laugh. Because it helps people. I mean, I would think I you would like it because it's like, oh, you could travel and forget your whole life and live a new uh, life. I get it. I get it. Okay, but then but it that w- what ends up happening is people just, you know, people read it. And instead of doing anything like that, they go, I'll just buy a bottle of wine and just yes. YOLO. They go to like Olive Garden. Right. Right. It's Italy like, and- it's like, okay. You know, maybe she had a, a life altering thing, but like people read it and get the wrong message in some. Yes. Ways. And I, her interview with with my ladies with the This is 50 podcast was definitely like, I'm the love in the room. If there's no love in the room, be it yourself. It definitely is that kind really? of like, yeah, but no, I love it. You. It's no, kind of you. I know. I know. It's a little bit on my my wavelength, but like um, her new book is called The City of Girls and it's all about New York and Ooh, I've lived there before. Ooh. The City of Girls. And I like it a lot. Wait, how old are the girls? Um six. I just want no. Oh, no. no, no. Uh, like like twenty three to like fifty. Twenty three can <laughs> to we tap 24. out of thirty five? Yeah, exactly. Thirty five is tops. Okay. <laughs> you're over it. I kind of love that you're over it. I'm having a good time today. That, oh, that like, sounded very, very confident. If you can't have the lows, you can't have the highs. <laughs> and I just don't feel like extra. I don't know Well, what I'd it love is. to leave on a low, so let's do that. Okay? Bye. Bye. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. 
It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Merrill on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show.